Welcome to the Awesome Pod Mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today, I'll be discussing the fifth episode of Marvel Studios' WandaVision. It's Marvel's first offering in Phase Four. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. The fifth episode begins with Wanda's much lesser cheerful voice saying, "Previously on WandaVision." In the recap, we see a different end of the previous episode when Vision asks, "Where's Geraldine?" Wanda replies, "She's gone. She didn't belong here." This episode is a tribute to the popular sitcom of the 80s, Family Ties, Growing Pains, and Full House. Fun fact: Matt Shackman, the director of the series, was a child artist on the spin-off show of Growing Pains titled Just the Ten of Us. Wanda and Vision are having trouble getting their babies to sleep. Nothing is working, not the binkies and not even Wanda's magic. Right on cue, Agnes rings the bell and offers to help. But Vision is not comfortable and doesn't trust Agnes. Agnes says, "Do you want me to take that again?" Wanda doesn't know what to make of it. Agnes says, "You want me to hold the babies. Should we just take it from the top?" Wanda is confused, but Wanda tries to convince Vision that they should let Agnes help. Vision is concerned about Wanda's behavior and asks about the look she shared with Agnes. The kids speed up their age. This episode's title sequence shows a montage of Wanda and Vision through the years from kids to adulthood. How is that even possible? Vision was born an adult. Infant Billy and Tommy pose for the holiday pictures with Vision. Thanksgiving, Easter, and Christmas, one after the other. Tommy and Billy celebrate their birthdays from one to five and have a good time. Outside the hex, Hayward interrogates Monica. Monica reveals how she felt pain and Wanda's voice in her head. It was a hopeless and drowning feeling that kept her down. A feeling of grief. We see a bunch of shots where Wanda is crying. Jimmy and Darcy meet Monica and inform her about the briefing. Monica's scans are blank and her labs don't suggest much. At the briefing, Hayward paints Wanda as the victimizer. Jimmy gives a background on Wanda's history, but Hayward tries to change the narrative and makes her appear like a villain. Monica doesn't believe that this Westview anomaly is a premeditated act of aggression. Hayward shares footage of Wanda attacking their sword base, the top secret location of Vision's corps. How did Vision end up here? He was in Wakanda the last time we saw him. The CCTV feed is disabled and we don't actually see what happened. Hayward says Wanda stormed the facility, stole Vision's body and resurrected him. This is clearly a misdirect. Show me Hayward. Don't tell me. I'm not going to believe the words of a villain who's clearly framing an Avenger for something she didn't do. All of this happened nine days ago, and he conveniently kept this information from everyone. Inside the hex, Tommy and Billy get astray. They clean him up and request Wanda to let them keep him because he was outside and crying and alone. Vision's guard is up. He is suspicious of Agnes. He feels she is spying on them. She always arrives at an odd time with an item they need. Vision is worried that Wanda is not trying to hide her abilities anymore. Vision fears they might be growing apart and feels Wanda is keeping some secret from him. Wanda and Vision's conversation is stopped midway when the kids ask if they can keep Sparky the dog. Wanda and Vision feel that the kids aren't old enough to take care of a pet. The kids look at each other and speed up their age to 10. Jimmy gets coffees for the ladies. Darcy and Monica are discussing how she can get back inside the hex. Monica knows an aerospace engineer who can help. Still, Darcy can't guarantee that her mind won't be wiped clean entering the hex. 
They discuss how powerful Wanda has grown. They discuss the events of Avengers Endgame. Monica reveals how Wanda could have taken on Thanos if he hadn't initiated a blitz. And no one even came close. Jimmy argues that Captain Marvel came close. And Darcy adds that even Captain Marvel's powers come from an Infinity Stone. Two things here. How do they know of the events of Endgame? It wasn't broadcast like we as an audience watched the movie. General public of the MCU don't know that the Avengers travelled back in time to get the Infinity Stones. And that Thanos was killed twice. One was Thanos from our timeline and the other was from 2014. Who told them these intricate details of the Endgame battle? Did Scott tell Jimmy? Monica would have just returned after the snap. And we've not seen her meet Nick Fury yet. And Monica looked uncomfortable upon hearing Captain Marvel's name. Is something wrong between the two? There's a theory doing the rounds that suggests Captain Marvel chopped her hair to show support to Maria Rambo when she was suffering from cancer. We will know for sure when we see the Marvels. Monica changes the subject as she draws attention to the props and wardrobe. Monica borrows Jimmy's firearm to fire at her clothes that she wore inside the hex. Just like Peggy Carter when she shoots at Cap's shield in Captain America The First Avenger. Monica and the gang discover that Wanda is rewriting reality. They plan to send something in that is era-appropriate and would not change. At the office, Vision installs the computers. And Norm is amused at the variety of things it can do. They receive an email from Darcy's sword ID. While Norm looks for a letter opener, Vision informs, We don't need that. We are already cutting edge. The email reads, Sword top secret communique authenticate. Dr. Darcy Lewis's finding regarding the Maximoff anomaly. High levels of radiation are present at the perimeter. Effect on Westview residents unknown. Please advise. All of the office people read this in unison. They laugh thinking it's just a joke. Vision awakens Norm. Norm shares his concern about his father's well-being and that his sister must be alone taking care of him all by herself. Norm begs Vision to make her stop because she's in his head and it hurts. At the house, Billy trains Sparky. The kids want to show their trick to dad and they sense all is not good between mommy and daddy. Wanda explains that there may be differences between mommy and daddy, but family is forever, just like these two brothers. The kids ask if Wanda has a brother and she says she does but he's far away, which makes her sad. Sparky starts to bark and Wanda hears a whirring sound. She asks the kids to stay put and steps out to check. There's a sword drone operated by Monica. Monica tries to have a conversation with Wanda, but Wanda is in no mood. She tilts her head in her signature style and her eyes glow red. The broadcast doesn't show the drone. The controls are taken over by Hayward and he orders a strike. The alarms start to blare at the base. Wanda comes out of the hex and throws the drone at Hayward. Hayward's men point their guns at Wanda and we can see the laser beams pointed at her. Wanda wants them to stay out of her home. Monica tries to reason with Wanda and reminds her how she trusted her to deliver the babies. Monica assures that she had nothing to do with the armed drone. She is an ally and wants to help. Wanda asks, what can you possibly offer me? Monica says, what do you want? Wanda replies, I have what I want and no one will ever take it from me again. Wanda does a hand gesture and mind controls all of Hayward's men and with another makes Howard's men point their guns at Howard. Hayward commands his men to stand down. Wanda goes back inside the hex but she makes the hex more prominent and visibly red this time. Cut to commercial. Lagos paper towels. 
This is in reference to the events in Captain America Civil War, where she accidentally causes damage in Lagos. Lagos, for when you make a mess you didn't mean to. Wanda and the kids are looking for Sparky. They spot him in Agnes's garden. Agnes says she didn't find him until it was too late. He must have had the azalea leaves. The kids want to speed up their age again, but Wanda teaches them to deal with the pain. The kids say, "Mom, you can fix anything, even the dead." Agnes checks. Can you do that? It felt so genuine and earnest. Wanda explains it's not the right thing to do, but the kids argue that family is forever and Sparky is family. Wanda should bring him back. Just then Vision arrives and learns about Sparky's death. He comforts the kids. What I love here is Paul's acting. It shows he's such a great dad. He confronts Wanda and informs her that he spoke to Norm's suppressed personality. Vision doesn't want to watch TV just so that Wanda can change everything overnight. Wanda can't control him the way she does everyone else. She says, "Can't I?" The credits start to roll, but the conversation doesn't stop. Vision asks Wanda about the Maximoff anomaly. Vision gives Wanda the benefit of the doubt that it may have started without her knowledge. And now that she's aware, she needs to stop. Vision pleads Norm's case before Wanda, but Wanda acts like she doesn't know a thing. Vision gets angry and things literally escalate as Vision ascends. Wanda flies up to Vision's level and assures him everything that she's doing is for them and the family and he should let her handle it. Vision asks, "What is outside of Westview?" Wanda says, "You don't want to know. I promise you." Vision says, "You don't get to make that choice." me wonder a dejected wonder comes back to the ground wonder says you have never spoken to me like this before vision says before what i can't remember my life before westview i don't know who i am wonder tries to calm vision down wonder says you are my husband you are tommy and billy's father isn't that enough vision asks that one question the audience has been wondering for a while why aren't there any children in westview when wanda says i don't know how any of this started in the first place i totally believe her it's such a beautifully written scene vision says what you're doing here is wrong Vision is sort of Wanda's moral compass. Just then the bell rings and Vision thinks it's Wanda's doing. Wanda opens the door and reacts shocked. Vision asks, "Who is this?" It's Peter/Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. He says, "Long lost bro, get to squeeze his stinking sister to death or what?" Darcy watching on the monitor reacts. "She recast Pietro?" Wanda whispers, "Pietro?" Pietro nods his head and she hugs him. This is not Pietro played by Aaron Taylor Johnson from Age of Ultron. Who is this fraud? What the hell just happened? You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the Awesome Pod Mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.